0: Hello and welcome to the Beyond the Lyrics podcast, where we hear songs and stories from Canada's up-and-coming musicians. I'm Amanda, and across the table from me is Sam, and we have a seat safe for you.
1: Well, Amanda, a few weeks ago, we did a quiz with one of our guests, and we spoke about favourite Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. We're past Christmas now, and I've actually watched a couple of movies. I don't normally watch movies, but I've watched a couple
0: well you watch tons at christmas don't you
1: i watch loads of christmas movies love christmas movies and then i almost go off movies for 11 months
0: but, <laughs> a year's worth in the in a month
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah i've already watched two and those two movies were uh don't look up mm-hmm. and, and, i saw that and encanto
0: i've seen that too
1: my yeah, kids really, really like the encanto yeah mine too uh so you've seen both of those two have you seen any other movies
0: recently yeah. Um, I've watched The Hunger Games while I was oh, sick. Right. I watched that. One of the very few I rewatch. In all fairness, actually,
1: having said I don't watch movies for 11 months, I probably do because I do rewatch a lot of movies that I really like. And I, I watch Walk the Line probably once a month. so. Oh, I've never seen that. Yeah. Yeah. My love for Johnny Cash goes into the movies as well. Well we are today going to be talking to Penn and Bray and Penn and Bray has made movies. He's made two movies in fact. Uh, Mm -hmm. He has written them, he acted in them, he does the music for them. That just seems like a whole other level of creativity that we haven't yet had on this podcast.
0: Yeah it was very cool to hear about it and uh, definitely a good experience where someone is thinking outside the box like how else can I use my music and you know, more ways.
1: Yeah. And he says in the interview that he didn't even really realize this was a thing that he could do that he was passionate about. And now he loves making videos so much that he makes sure that he does a music video for every single one of his songs. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, kind of crazy. Uh, and we are going to hear one of his most recent songs. So let's hear Mona now. Welcome Pennon and thank you for joining us on the podcast. Oh,
2: Thanks a lot for having me Sam.
1: It is awesome. Uh, and We just heard the lead single off your most recent album which is called Mona uh, and I love the guitar riff and I love uh, the drive, the guitar kind of drive that goes through the song uh, too and as I was listening to it I couldn't help but kind of wonder and think like who are some of your influences that have kind of helped shape your sound over the years and got you to this point now?
2: Well, I, I really love, I've always loved the Rolling Stones and uh, specifically uh, on guitar, uh, Keith Richards. Uh, I, I love his, uh, his rhythm, his very efficient and at times minimalistic uh, rhythm guitar playing. Mona's a, a bit more of a country rock song um, and the Stones did do some country rock. And uh, also other influences would be uh, uh, John Mellencamp. I really like his style of rock and roll. Steve Miller and, uh, and the Eagles. So drawing from those country influences into the song.
1: Nice. Yeah, it's great. I really, I really enjoyed it. Thanks.
2: Yeah it's, a, yeah, it's a bit of a weird, it's a bit of an odd song. It, it's maybe not your standard rock, like a rock and roll song. Um, It's a bit tipsy-turvy between the verse and the chorus, but some of the oddities, it seems to, I don't know, come together, I feel.
0: Yeah, it works with it. I like the country feel to it, but I'm a country fan.
2: Yeah, I love the marriage of country and rock and roll. Any type of combination, I think, is a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm.
0: And so that's off your album, Planted, right? And that just came out?
2: Yeah, that came out November 25th. It's an album of 10 songs. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it's going to be the first half of a double album. And the second half is coming maybe around March of 2022. And that's going to be called okay. Picked. So, Clever. Yeah, we have some album artwork with a local vo- photographer, Dan Jackson, here in Vancouver. So the evolution of the artwork is uh, planting a guitar pickup in the ground, watering the ground in a, the top of the guitar, breaks through the soil
0: mm-hmm.
2: and that's the front and back album cover of the first album. And then on the second album, the guitar neck sprouts up out of the soil. And then the back album cover of that is uh, the musician comes and picks the guitar out of the soil as though it's a plant. So, so sort I of have like a bit of a farmer type of theme.
0: Yeah. The that's a fun cover. idea. I like it.
2: Well, this photographer Dan Jackson, the guy who makes magic.
1: Nice. And what's the kind of writing process for you when you, um, for you, for you writing an album? Like I know, obviously, there's loads of instruments uh, or lots of instruments on on the recordings. Um, and then, do you write all the parts? Do you have a band that kind of helps you out? How does that work?
2: Uh, yeah. Well, like on these guitar songs, uh, I personally love. Uh, playing and recording to like a, a, a drum loop
1: hmm.
2: and then seeing within the, within the drum loop, just seeing if there's a, a riff or some type of rhythm that hits, you know, as you know, a songwriting, just letting it unfold. Sometimes it takes maybe a few months to finish a song and other times quicker, but on guitar, I love playing to a, to a drum beat and uh, a drum loop just seeing if anything connects that feels good. And then, and then on piano, I, I like just sitting down and, and playing and seeing if anything comes. So in, in Vancouver here on these uh, rock and roll style albums, they're, they're kind of lean. Uh, we, we, have, we have a drummer, we have a bassist, and I'm doing guitars, and we have a, a, a harmony background vocalist in Allison Jenkins. The drummer is Ed Whalen, and on bass, Kai, who we also produce the album. So it's a pretty small gathering anyways on, on these albums. And on the piano songs, they involve more violins, cellos, and things. So there's more musicians brought in for, for that type of album.
0: And you put out a lot of music this year, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. I think with the pandemic over the last couple of years, there's, you, you spend a lot more time at home. So there's been more time to write. So there's been a, more studio work. Planted is the third album in 2021. In January, I released Lit, which was kind of a rock and roll album, also 10 mm-hmm. songs. And then in June, there's an album called Cinema, which is more adult contemporary with, with violins and piano. And then back to rock and roll with planted
0: okay we're gonna change gears and go to quick fire questions are you ready
2: Um, all right yeah
0: okay if you could travel back in time what year would you go to
2: 1987
0: it's a great year it's the year i was born
2: oh well that makes (laughs) me makes me feel good and bad at the same time
0: (laughs) okay what's the best compliment you've ever gotten
2: um, well, not maybe not like a worded compliment, but I, I got to record with um, Steve Ferroni, who's um, a drummer for um, for 25 years with Tom Petty and the the Heartbreakers. The sort of the unspoken compliment was I I had that opportunity, or I was.
0: Yeah, that's very cool. What is one thing on your bucket list?
2: Maybe to to be earning a better income. In mm. music, <laughs> music. A, yep yeah, yeah, it's tough. <laughs> it's tough. So,
0: okay, would you rather cuddle with a baby panda or a baby penguin?
2: I got, I gotta say, panda if it's a baby.
0: Okay, what advice would you give to someone just starting out in their music career?
2: Enjoy the creative process. um Pursue it for the art. You know, be aware that of the of the economics of the music industry that about how bad streaming royalties are I don't know if I answered them exactly clearly but um, that's
1: the good thing about it that every answer is right unless we do a trivia question which we didn't do this time so that's that's right you do pass uh and while you regroup we are going to listen to um a song from your Uh, eighth album which is called El Camino that was el camino which is from your album lit which you told us was released uh, january of 2021 um and it is your eighth album uh, now how long a career has that uh, those eight albums spanned
2: Well, I my my first album was in two thousand eight, and I recorded my first three albums in Prince Edward Island when I was living there, and then uh, when I moved back out to Vancouver, I've been recording at uh, Blue Light Studio in Vancouver from the fourth album to the tenth album.
1: That's great. So, so was I mean, man, I should be able to figure that out. Thirteen years. 14 years, 13 or 14 years. Yeah, I try not to think about it. <laughs> yeah.
0: So if you could go back and talk to yourself when you're just getting started, what would you do differently?
2: Well, to be honest, I, I don't think I'd do anything differently because I I really love that journey of exploit exploration, like into into blindness or into unknown like when I went into the studio first I had no experience or I had no idea what what I was doing or what to expect that process of the first album was so exhilarating and electric that I I wouldn't want to have any preparation you know going
1: into that has your uh, has your vision maybe changed at all like for what you want to achieve with your music from kind of 2008 to now um,
2: yeah, definitely, uh, because I, uh, when I started out, I wasn't aware of, of certain aspects of the music industry. I'm interested in licensing for 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 film or for, for television.
0: Yeah, you have a couple of films, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, I had done a lot of music videos, and then I, I wrote a couple of screenplays. One's called uh, The Astronaut, uh, spelled N-O-T at the end, mm-hmm. and then the other... Other ones called Two Below Zero. They're like independent films. So yeah, my friend and I, we we shot them. We did pretty much everything in house. Uh, we acted in them. We used uh, my music for the soundtrack. Those films they stream on um, Prime Video right now. That was very a very exciting time. So that starting at mm-hmm. the at the start of my career, I wouldn't have envisioned doing even music videos. I didn't even think about doing music videos, but it's is uh, very addictive. It's like a drug. When you start combining music and film and uh, you want to do more and more and more.
0: It seems like you have lots of videos now. It must be very fun.
2: Maybe too many videos, but yeah, I think.
0: No, I don't think so.
2: Well, it, it is very fun and it's like a bouquet, a different bouquet of flowers, you know, with every music video that comes out, because just when you combine film with music, something new is born out of it.
0: Yeah, it makes it like four dimensional or something.
2: It does, you know. My standard of recording is much better now than it was in my earlier albums. Now that said, when we did music videos for those early songs, somehow the songs they felt better or stronger to me from the support of the visuals or something new being born.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what's something you're still hoping to do when it comes to your music career?
2: I'd like to play live for larger audiences and mm-hmm. um i'd like to do more film i get and just continue to record and then grow or expand with each album you know that's released
1: nice well if people want to continue to follow you and i mean you're definitely great value for money at three albums in 2021 uh, so people can <laughs> definitely be trying to find you online to make sure they get all the songs uh, where's the best place to follow you online?
2: Oh, thanks, Sam. Well, I'm at all the usual places, you know, all the social media platforms. Uh, music is is streaming um, on Spotify and Apple Music and Tidal and whatnot. There's a boatload of music videos uh, on YouTube, on my YouTube channel. And-
0: Great. Well, thank you so much for being on the show with us and for chatting with us. And i um, sharing about all of this. You clearly have a very big passion for what you're doing.
2: I'm very grateful for, for you guys, uh, for your support of canadian musicians you know offering to share share your time to to speak with me about uh, about my music that's super great i'm super grateful for that
0: awesome yeah this was great so to finish off the interview we're going to listen to your song strut 1980s Well, that was Pennon's song, Strut 1980s. If you'd like to hear the rest of his songs, you can find him on Spotify or Instagram. And if you want to watch his films, go check them out on Prime.
1: Yeah, it is very fun that we had someone on our show who is on IMDb. I quite like that. Oh, yeah. Basically famous we are hitting the big time thank you so much for listening to this episode Uh, if you would like to be part of the beyond the lyrics community you can find us on instagram at beyond the lyrics podcast our opening music is by 5j barrow and you can find them on spotify or go buy their music
0: join us for our next episode with emily ruth a singer songwriter who writes inspirational folk pop we chat about her new songs the emotional stress of releasing music and the lessons she's learned this year see you there